So the one constant in the universe is that children always lie and can't be trusted. Welcome to Rough Cuts, everyone. Exactly the the premise of this entire film, a hundred percent. Yeah, uh, it's. I had a bit for the start of this episode. I had planned it out over the last couple weeks because I've been gone for a little while. I was in Vegas, um, and I I wanted to do a thing where I was just still in show dogs, trapped forever. My mind, <laughs> but like, I can't I can't do it because I wanted to talk about how bad this movie was and it made me unstuck in time. But this movie was good. I like it. We're not allowed to rate the movies. I'm not allowed to rate the movie. But Maybe? It was less bad than most movies that we've seen. Yeah. I I can't find a lot to hate about this film. It's, but we'll try. Let's go and we'll let's try. talk about it. We'll so this, sure try. this episode, we watched a movie called Sherlock Bones uh, Undercover Dog, which is a bit of a bait and switch. Uh, specifically, you know what also lies is covers of movies. Yeah, this is this is exactly the type of movie you would see at the bottom of a twenty-five cent bin or a two-dollar DVD bin, in like not even a Walmart. It would be like an off-brand department store. <laughs> yeah, and it has the dog, and it's wearing Sherlock Holmes hat with a pipe, and it has an eye patch for no reason, which literally, literally nobody in the fucking movie ever acknowledges. And then, I'm glad they didn't. I'm glad that that's just like no, like no, that's no, just no. a thing. Dog just. This dog just has an eye patch. And I mean, if you look at this dog, this yeah. dog is an eye patch dog. It makes perfect sense. The dog looks badass with an eye patch, to be it fair. It really does. This dog is great. Yeah. So, but it, it, it treats itself like it's going to be a detective movie. We're going to solve a mystery. And it isn't. Yeah. It's like a it, goofy, it, fun kids movie. Yeah, it's a it's a totally goofy, fun kids movie. It's just like a little action-adventure kind of thing. I mean, it does have, like, the crime, and it does have that that side of things, like kids solving a, a little little crime while their parents don't believe them well, kind of thing, like okay, most of these hold on. do. But... You say a little crime, the crime they're solving... <laughs> I want to be specific here. In Cop, in cop okay, Dog, that's... the crime they were solving <sighs> was which gum the criminals chewed because they were stealing junk from people's houses. Well, hold up, that's it... not fair either, because those <laughs> same criminals also murdered the main character's dad. <laughs> And dog. And, and that's then not the killed point. the dog. So, I'm sorry. You can't tell me that cop dog is less of a crime when two murders exist in that film. Okay, but in this film, they kidnap a detective, and then they're also, like, cocaine dealers. Massive yes. amounts of cocaine dealers. Yeah. I mean, uh, okay, I... Something more like show dogs, where the crime is that they're stealing dogs, right? In yeah. most kids' fi- in most kids' films, what they do is they give the criminals like a nondescript crime, like or or something that's kind of victimless and funny yeah. or weird, like they did in Airbud Five for some reason. They had a crime right? where like they were going in to steal the jewel, right? And that that nobody gets hurt in that. It's just like wacky, weird, like bank heist thing. That makes sense for a kid's film because it's ridiculous and it's not like a real crime that happens. This one's just a bunch of drug smugglers that like, <laughs> beat up cops and kidnap them. It's kind of fucking Dr- weird. Drug smugglers <laughs> who for some reason don't murder people. I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, well, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, in, uh, in the first five minutes of this film, Jesus. once they capture the once they capture like the cop, it's like, oh, okay, they're chopped up in a hundred pieces in that bay. Like they're they're, yeah. they're out on they're smuggling drugs across uh, a bay, like in a boat, and it's like, oh, that that cop is so in many many different places along that stop, <laughs> like dropped into the ocean. But, oh my yeah, god! Yeah, no, I mean, so, it's weird that they actually show the cocaine. Like that's the thing in this yeah. children's film. It's not like. Oh, they're smugglers and they're smuggling drugs, and it's kind of not a, really alluded to. Even though it's, they show them loading white powder into suitcases. Like it's very explicit that they're yeah. smuggling coke. I mean, it's kind of amazing. They're either smuggling coke or baking a lot of cakes. <laughs> they're baking a lot of cake for the kids. I'm sure they're baking a lot of cakes. It's so uh, drug. You know, sugar yeah. is a drug. Kids don't have too much. Sugar. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real message we pulled away from Sherlock Bones. But the, the movie starts with a bunch of really blurry, hand-shot, like, shoulder camera shots of a bay, which has a scratch mark on the fucking lens. Oh my god, there's this horrible, yeah, or like a hair this horrible, or like, smudge on it, or there's something that's on it that's got, like, the whole opening uh, shot. It's and only that one shot, too. It's only the one shot. It's yeah. only, it's like the the one time in this movie where I was like, oh no! Like the opener was so bad because they also had uh, like green screen of the dog just because like it's just on black yeah. film like or like they matte cut out like the background and like it's just the dog and it's really rough and awful looking green screen like it's really weird and I don't it, know why they did it. Like it's a bit of a it's rough just the dog cut. floating in the abyss. It's just strange. So they had that, and I was I was thinking that this movie was going to be as awful as it looked, but yeah, it, it quickly becomes a lot better well, because it sets the, the up. The movie characters. has an actual structure. Yeah, they're yeah they're the beginning of the film not only sets up characters, but it sets up situations and it sets up stuff to be paid off later. That's a movie. Yes. How is this a movie? <laughs> this movie this movie sets up stuff throughout its entirety, over and over and over and over. Like, this has more setup and payoff than most actual Hollywood films. Like, yeah. everything that's in there, where it's like, there's little throwaway things, like the kid goes to, uh, the there's another girl that comes into the scene, and we'll talk about her, but, because, uh, whoa, boy. Yeah. But uh, she makes this film in a lot of ways. But uh, they go over to her house, and he's like, she's like, oh, come in the pool. He's like, I can't swim. And she starts mocking him for not being able to swim. Yep. She mocks him for a lot of things. But that seems like such a throwaway thing, and it could have just been that. But then at the end of the film, they bring it back, and the, the dad can't swim. Like, the dad of the kid. And it's, mm -hmm. so it's like, makes perfect sense. There's all of this, like, little, little things all over the place that are set up and pay off. There's this uh, old woman that walks around, and she's great. Because she's always wearing these headphones. She's the meme of, oh no, she has AirPods. They can't hear you. Like, she's going to get run over by a car in this opening montage that kind of introduces all the different characters in the film. It's really well done. Like, they introduce the two cops. They introduce, like, that they're new. They introduce, like, kind of that they're on an island and everybody drives golf carts. Or, like, the police use bicycles. There, because there's like actual really world building. Town. Yeah, there's, like, a whole world enough. building thing to it. Like, they have, like, a whole conversation about why they drive around golf carts and all these kind of things. And it sets up the whole idea of this being like a sleepy small island community and the dad is just like this wacky inventor type and he loses track of his golf cart which has like solar panels and all these like oh yeah extra mods on it 
And the woman is like walking away from his house and she's got her AirPods in and this golf cart's going to run her over. And he's like screaming at her to get out of the way. And it's like, oh no, she's got AirPods. And <laughs> bringing that back over and over and over, like throughout this whole film, she's just constantly involved in wacky hijinks where like, she can't hear anybody. That and could just be like, like a throwaway joke too. And they, they specifically yeah. made it not a throwaway joke. And they kept recurring this character into stupid hijinks. And, and it was, it was fantastic. funny hijinks, generally. Yeah. Like, the later on, like, five minutes later, he goes and he's trying to introduce her to, like, oh, like, my son's here. Like, go and see my son. And she's like, what? And, like, turns she's yeah. like, this hose and just blasts him in the face. Like, and it was actually well set up. Like, it was good. Like, oh. it's wacky kid shit. It's not... Don't get me wrong, this isn't the greatest comedy of all time or anything, although there are moments. There are a couple of laugh-out-loud moments, legitimately. <laughs> and they're meant to be laugh-out-loud moments. But... Yeah, it's it's good, wacky kid hijinks. Like, that's great. For a kid's film, I would have laughed my ass off at that as a kid. I, yeah. I thought it was kind of funny even now. Like, it was pretty good. There's a lot of little moments like that. So, oh, I, I want to set up the beginning of the film a little bit, because we've been talking sure. about it, but we haven't actually set up the scenario. So, yeah. the whole point of the film is there's a kid who I'm going to mm. name Billy, who's probably actually named Billy in the movie, but I'm literally just yep. picking a name at random. <laughs> I think he actually is I think Billy. He is named Billy. It could literally yeah. No, be you anything. picked the right name. That's his name. His name is Billy. Okay, so Billy yeah. is a a kid from a divorced uh, parent family who is on a boat with his mom, riding over to the island where the dad lives. Uh, I don't really. There's not really a point to the fact that he does this, but he picks up a rat that's on the boat. Uh, by the way, I want to point out there were some really good oh. 90s electronics in this scene. Like, there was a oh, laptop yeah. computer that was fucking huge. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, and the old cell phone with the time. antenna and shit. Mm-hmm. They were but trying I, to be high I, I want to say that there, yeah. is a, there is a point to that scene, though. I, I don't want to yeah. step on your toes on that. Oh no, there is place, a point, like, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He set it up that he likes to talk to everything and so that then the parents won't believe him yeah. when he starts talking to the talking dog, right? Like, so it's kind of set up that he's childish billy who talks to all of his toys and things yeah you need to grow the fuck up kid the mom says (laughs) look you're like seven now be an adult (laughs) that's so funny oh god she's so mad that this kid is acting like a kid but that's a good setup for a kid's film it's it's good where she's just kind of telling him to stop talking to his toys and yeah. He finds a rat on the boat, and he starts kind of, he like smuggles it into his sweater, and he starts talking to the rat kind of thing, so he's just a, a sensitive young kid, mm-hmm. and then everybody sees the rat on the boat, and they all like rush to the front and get Because it's a rat, I guess, hijinks. hijinks. Yeah. But the point is, the boat gets to the island, uh, the dad, who is beach bum Stephen King, uh, eventually gets down to the beach with his... Uh, golf cart that I I think he runs over the foot of one of the cops with after it eventually gets down the hill, right? Because that's setting up that yes. whole thing of the cops getting shit on for the whole movie. Oh yeah, that cop has his foot run over no less than 20 times in this movie. Like, I yeah. actually want to go back and do like a count of it. Like, we could do a super cut of this cop getting his foot run over by golf carts. It was, this is what I mean by setup and payoff. Like, they kept on doing that joke a hundred times throughout the movie. And it was, it's not like it was a one-note thing where, because you could do that as, like, thinking of, like, oh, well, they're just doing the same scene over and over. Because it's it's slapstick, No, 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 no. It was, like, actual, yeah. No, but it's it's building on each other because it's escalating. Exactly. Like, it was actually done properly where it was constantly escalating. Like, eventually they hook up, like, 12 
uh, different golf carts, carts to be towed that all run over his fucking row. And like, yeah, like, think it's of like that. It's great. Like, it's just. And that's such a wacky, <laughs> stupid scene for a kids' movie that it was great. Like, uh, and we get to just watch cops get hurt the whole film. It was wonderful. <laughs> oh my god! So, so yeah, he runs the, the, the whole cops point is it. the whole point is though the the kid meets the dad. It's their first visit after being separated, uh, you know, from the parents separating. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "You're gonna stay with the dad for a week," and the mom leaves. So the whole point is this is your time with the dad. Go bomb. Yeah, and the dad's setup is kind of a loser bum where he yeah. doesn't really have, like, a stable job. He kind of goes like, oh, well, I don't need your money for food. I have a part-time, part-time job, job now. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh. <laughs> But, yeah, he's kind of like, oh, if I make enough money selling my toys, then I'll be able to, you know, have you come over all the time, Billy. Yep. So there's that setup of it's this like kid really wants to It's, like, kind of depressing of a setup. To be honest, yeah, but, but that's—I mean—that's kind of common for kids' films, correct? And especially around this time and stuff, it's like that's a angels in the outfield, free Willy, like all the all those movies kind of mm-hmm. do that same setup of like broken family, and you want to like live with the one parent, but the, that parent's kind of a fuck up, and, and, and so you you need yeah. to have them, you know, become a little bit more. Because they they have to like grow together, right? Yeah, I don't, does exactly. he actually grow in this movie? I don't know if there's a payoff I, for that, but point being, I, the I we're, think we're introduced he's not to really the characters. As much of a screw up, but yeah, he's yeah. not as much of a screw up as he's led as you're led to believe originally. But yeah, I don't necessarily think he has a character arc, but I wouldn't say that there's no payoff for it in a way because it's just that yeah. he is kind of just misunderstood, right? And he just needed somebody that believed in him like it's almost like more that people around him need to have a character arc. That's true. If that makes sense around the dad because yeah. like. It's more that he needed somebody to look at him and say, like, no, your ideas actually work. Because his ideas did work. Like, that that was kind of the thing. Is that they did eventually work. Yeah. Yeah. Like, his toys and things and his inventions were actually fine. But it's just that he needed somebody to support him in that. So it was, it was kind of more that style of thing. So he didn't really need to grow. He just needed that last little uh, push or whatever. We also need to be introduced to the conflict, though, which is the dog, yes. Sherlock Bones, as well as our villains. So mm-hmm. there's, like... One really buff dude who looks like he shouldn't be in the movie, and one really weird-looking fucking guy with big ears, <laughs> or something. Yeah, and and they're just like sneaking around. You're then... missing the guy that's actually just wa- that that's the bearded dude who. Oh, Oxy! I know that you forget him because he's super forgettable. <laughs> he has all of two lines in this movie, and he's one of the main villains, yeah. and he. I don't think that he ever really does anything. Like, he just kind of is there. He's just part of the group. Yeah. He looks like your... He's the drug smuggler, and he looks like your hippie English teacher in high school. Like, he's wearing, like, a sweater vest, and, like, he's kind of this round, like, plump guy that looks like he's really jolly with, like, this, like, salt and pepper beard and, like, really neatly trimmed and stuff. He just... He is the most... He's probably the most successful coke dealer of all time because yeah. I would never, ever, ever think that dude is a coke dealer. He, he looks like, like it doesn't if, make any sense. He looks like if Riker from Next Generation just took like a year off and just ate pizza for a year. 
Yeah, like he just decided to like, like. I'm just gonna like. Yeah, I'm just gonna like sit back and well, yeah. and like just became like a real hippie. Like honestly, he yeah. feels like a hippie English teacher. Like he just looks like such a nerd. It's amazing. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense that he's a coke dealer. It's so but, good. So the the villains are mm-hmm. coke dealing, not murdering, definitely bad people are sneaking around, and we're introduced to the detective, Mike, Mm -hmm. I guess, and Sherlock Bones, and the detective's doing a crossword where all the answers are, like, dog noises, so that you're not sure if the dog's really talking, but the dog's just talking in that they put peanut butter in the dog's mouth, and then somebody's voicing over his lines. Which is, okay, I... Which I actually kind of like, but... Yes. (laughs) I I just want to say... This is this is how you do it though, because all of the movies that we've watched where they have the talking dog look so awful and so unreal and super weird and creepy, mm-hmm. and I just hate them. It's, it's like this they, uncanny it valley effect. It shouldn't yeah. work the way it works. And I mean, yeah, you can kind of see the peanut butter in this dog's mouth in a couple shots, but it's an actual dog just moving its mouth, and then they just lip sync to it, and that's mm-hmm. cool. Like that was fine. It looks great. It actually. It's a dog. It's an actual dog, and it doesn't feel... It doesn't rip you out of the film in the way that those other ones do, where it's, like, an actual dog, and then super awful CG five seconds later, and then back to the actual dog, and it doesn't look anything alike, and it just wrecks the whole flow of the film. And here it's like, okay, yeah, it's kind of weird, and they use some, like, speed-up and slow-down stuff to get the dog to do certain things, but it... It works. It's not perfect, but it's way better than the the bad CG that we're used to. Like miles and miles better. Yeah, I would much rather have this for sure. Yeah, it's um, it's but, well, and it's cute too because the dog's like trying to get peanut butter out of it. Yeah, the dog's like, like, oh, this, this is really a really cute. good peanut butter. <laughs> this heckin' good dog is just like full of peanut butter the whole film, and he deserves it. This this boy is a good boy. They um so the villains grab a plywood like uh, a plank, I guess. Yep. Yeah. Uh, just and sitting on the side of the road camper. near like a roadwork area. Uh, the the detective goes into the camper with Sherlock Bones, and then they come up behind him, shove the piece of wood in between like the little uh, metal bars that are supposed to hold up the camper on the end of the truck, and yeah. blocking the door so they can't leave. And then they steal the truck because I guess he left the keys in it, and then drive yeah, off like with him and the dog. So the dog pushes up out of the, like, skylight of the little camper and is standing on top of it in this scene where they're literally, I believe, actually literally driving down a road with this dog on top of the car. Yeah, I think that they were. Because it didn't look yep. green screened. No. No, they do actual stunts in this film. Yeah, and, and then uh, the they drive past this, like, banner that's in the middle of the road. The dog says, ah, shit. He <laughs> does actually then... say it, too. It's not even... And the, to give you an idea, too, so yeah. this is a dog, this is a scruffy dog with an <laughs> eye patch, this golden yeah. retriever that has a Scottish accent. Scottish. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shite. <laughs> like, it's nuked by this banner. It's so good. Uh, like, yeah. this dog is amazing, and the way that they set that up is great. It's, uh, so, I love this film in a lot of ways. So, we're, we're introduced to Sherlock Bones. We need to get him and the dad and kid together. Because that's the whole point of the movie. So the dad and kid are driving back to the dad's place in a golf cart. They almost hit Sherlock Bones, who is sitting in the middle of the road after falling down and saying, Oh, shite, from the banner. 
And they pull over, and they're like, oh my god, is that dog okay? And the dog, like, the person who's voicing over the dog just goes, ow, ow. In the most uh, deadpan voice. Like, you're doing more emoting than the actor did. Normally this dog actually emotes, but this scene was, it was so fucking funny. I don't know, I don't know if that was, like, an actual decision that they made to try and make it funnier. I I feel like they added it, they had to have added it after they, they... Like, after they wrote the scene, after they shot it, they're like, oh, that looks really bad. Is that dog actually yeah. hurt? Oh, that doesn't look so good So maybe they were just doing, let's, like, let's some levity to it? Maybe, yeah. Uh, I, I, like, I think they some... added it, because there's it's clearly an afterthought. They didn't even fucking reshoot the owl. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm just wondering if, like, they told them to deadpan it to make it funny, yeah. or if it was just, like, an accidental thing. Because there's a lot of good jokes in this that are, there are. Me- obviously meant to be done, and I'm not sure if this one's actually meant to be funny or not. This is one of the few that I'm like, I'm not sure if it's unintentional, because it's pretty great, though. It's just so deadpan. <laughs> Ow. So, Ow. so they, they pick up the dog in the golf cart, they drive him to the local veterinarian, which is just the kitchen of someone's house that they could go to to shoot this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we're introduced to... Uh, lady person and mean child. Um. Oh, mean child. <laughs> so, oh, mean child is the best worst part of this film. She is, so she's 95% amazing and 5% real offensive. Oh mm-hmm. my god, she is 90s offensive. She looks at the kid and she goes, she like runs into the scene. She's talking to she's the like, dog, right, oh my- at the time. That's why. Well, no, no, no. Yeah. Well, they're just they're just there doing the dog thing, and then she runs oh. in. She's like, and she she starts going like, "Mom, mom, mom! I I saw all these people down at the harbor, and they were all vomiting and stuff, alluding to the original Ooh, scene because where of the boat. like all yeah, the because right. the because the rats and the rat on the boat and stuff. And mom's like, "Oh, that's cool." And she's like, "Yeah, some special ed kid must have." And it's like, "Whoa, wait, yeah. what?" And, and then it pans over to Billy, and then it pans over to her. Yeah, like what? Yeah, and and the thing is, you're like, "Wow, that's." Super rude. Like that's really but, awful. But it's to say worse because she knew that was the kid. That's what I was gonna say. I'm like, yeah. the worst thing is that it sounds like she doesn't know that it's him. But then five, like two minutes later in the same scene, when they're talking about different things, uh, he's like, oh, like I need to go and do like get a phone call or something, and she's like. Oh, what? So you can talk to more rats, kind of thing. So she yeah. knew it. She was just daggering this kid, and it's like, wow, she is wow. so mean, like for no reason, and like just really, really offensive. It's not okay. Yeah. It's not good. No. But and but so she, like, like I originally she has started a redemption out hating... arc, though. No, I started out hating yeah. her because of this. But then she becomes like she has a deadpan that rivals Leslie Nielsen. She it's does really some funny, scenes actually. in this that are hilarious because she is so deadpan with it, and she's really funny. But she just gets randomly really, really, really offensive for no reason, and it's she she drops off-putting. a hard R at one point. Yeah, yeah she does. Yeah. She does drop some actual slurs later in the film. It's yeah. pretty. It's pretty uh, upsetting. I think this movie's to me rated PG. So good. Yeah. 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 I'm yeah. sure. PG or G. Yeah. Definitely. With so the oh shite and the yeah, <laughs> like the all oh, shite is great. The, the actual drugs, drugs and, and <laughs> yeah, the hard R. It's kind of. Uh, I mean, it's a pro. It's early '90s. It's definitely so a it's product of, those... of its time. Like this came out in '94, so it would have been shot in '92, '93. Yeah. 
It is also, like, British, right? Like, I think that it's... Uh, I mean, it's all, like... He speaks in Scottish, and they have, like, UK badges and things, right? There's some actors that are definitely... I don't know if all of them are. So I I think that it is a British film. Like, it really does seem like it is. Hmm. And so I feel like it's kind of... It might be a little bit of where that's less it was less offensive there but i mean it's still just it's not good like it's yeah. it's a product of its time in that way anyway so they they have this whole thing where they're yep, making born in fun the of UK. him for talking yeah, yeah, yeah for the director they're making fun of uh the kid for talking about the like talking to the rat and talking to dogs and things and then the parents leave the room for a moment well, okay so does the girl real real quick before they're done sure. making fun of the kid and all that and yeah. then the dog starts talking to him. Uh, in that scene where the veterinarian is looking over the dog, there's, like, close-ups of, like, a gash on the dog and stitch marks yeah. and other gross things. But it's really funny because the kid is like, oh, my God, what happens to dogs that usually are in this condition? Well, we usually put them down. And it zooms in on the dog like, oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah, that was, and then, and then oh the kid's god, like, is he gonna die? That. Oh my god. And the dog, like, rips up and does this double take at the kid, and it's hilarious. Like, the like, comedic oh, timing of it is you, actually kid. great. Yeah, like, it's... And they do that They do that again a second later, where she's like, yeah. like the deadpan girl is like, well, I guess we'll have to put the dog down. The dog, like, shoots yeah, her oh, this shit. shade look. <laughs> like, he's, like, giving her this look like, back the fuck up, little girl. It's great. Like, it's, it's a legitimate joke. That is actually set up and paid off and meant to be there. Like, yeah. most of the stuff that we find in these films that are funny are super unintentional. And any of the actual I, humor is awful. I wanted this to point that great. out because I was actually amused. Oh, I so, was laughing. Yeah. Like, I literally, there were about, like, four or five times in this film where I legitimately laughed out loud and not in an ironic way. Like, just yeah. that it was actually funny. That was one of the better ones. I'd totally forgotten about that. That was really good. Yeah, so they have that but, scene. And then they leave, and the dog starts talking to the kid. And he goes, like, I'm a police dog. You need to call the cops for me and, and find my partner. He's like, I'm getting really sleepy because she gave him, like, morphine or something. Yeah, because of the pain, and, yeah. Yeah, so then he he gets a phone and dials 911, and this dog starts, like, trying to say things into the phone, but he's too sleepy, so he falls asleep, and then 911 is there, and they're like, yeah, what's up, kid? And he's like, and the oh, kid's like, my I'm dog's 10? telling you to... Yeah, he's like, Help. he's he's like, I, I'm ten, and this dog told me to call you about a kidnapped <laughs> officer. Which is a good setup, so, really. Yeah, no, they... This is a good job. So what they do yeah. is they have it. So the kid does that. And then when they go back to the house, some police officers show up and they go, did you, you dialed 911, didn't you? And the dad's like, no, he didn't do that. Did you, Billy? And Billy's like, oh, kind of. And so then he gets in trouble and it sets up this whole thing where then they go, the, the dog asks him again, well, like, you need to call 911 for me. And he goes, I can't, like, I got in trouble for that. They're they're mad at me and they don't believe me. If we call 911, they're just going to yell at me. Which, that's a great yep. setup for why they can't just go to the police and solve the whole thing immediately, right? And, and they also like, need it to does set a up, good setup of that. They also need to set up why the dog won't just talk to, like, the adults in the room. And yes. it's because yeah. he won't talk to adults because then they're like, oh, a talking dog, that's fucking weird. Which, fair. And mm-hmm. he only talks to kids because nobody fucking believes kids, which is straight up what they say. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like so, they like, said it, that's he's fair. Like, he's like, adults won't believe kids because they'll think that the kids are just making things up and pretending, and that'll work for me. And yep. it, like, there's a good setup for that. There's a really good setup for. I mean, 
is it super logical? No, but it's a kid's film. Like, it, yep. as far as reasons why they don't do the more logical thing of just go straight to the police and have the whole thing solved, it makes perfect sense in-universe for that. It's a good explanation, and it sets it up well, and it does a good job of that. I, I enjoyed that. So they have a whole little setup for that thing. And the girl, actually, at the same time was like, well, you guys are going to have us over for dinner, right? And they're like, what? And she's like, yeah, you're what? having us for dinner. And, and they just, she just invites herself over, which is why I do kind of love this little girl. When she's not being super awful, yeah. like, bigoted, she's great. And so they go over and they are eating dinner at this house. And he puts DC current through sausages to cook oh, them because he's weird and vendor like Well, it's not even just like one or two sausages. It's like links of ten draped across yes. the kitchen in lines with electric currents going through them. And then they're popping the fucking bubbles that appear on the the sausages with forks. As they're cooked. Yes. It's fucking Fruit. weird as shit. <laughs> so good. But, like, as a kid, I would have thought that was great. Like, yeah. he's a cool inventor dad. He does a stupid invention thing to cook well, sausages. He also made a no giant sense. turd. Like, he's just... Yes, so we got to talk about... Okay, we will talk about his giant floating turd in a minute. Don't you worry. <laughs> But that is, uh, it's a legitimate thing. But yeah, no, he just makes like, he hooks them all up to a car battery, essentially. And that's how he makes dinner. And it's wild and stupid and wacky, but it it works as like wacky inventor dad arc thing, right? Where he's just a strange inventor guy. At the very worst, it's interesting. At the worst. Boo. Boo this man. It's a bratwurst. But... Uh. At least they did something interesting. Like, if it's an inventor guy, what do they usually do? They're like, I have a robot. Her. And this has a or, robot. Or, like, they give but him also glasses other or something. Shit, you know? Like, yeah, like, normally they just say that he's in... Like, in most of these films, the way they would have done it, they would make him wear, like, a well, lab coat sometimes. They did make him wear, would... basically, a lab coat. He's wearing a sweater that says MIT, to be oh, fair. Oh, sure. Sure, sure, but... sure. No, but I'm, just, but I'm just saying they would have ended it there. They would have ended yeah. it as he has a lab coat and everybody goes, Oh, you wacky inventor guy. And just says yeah. it. And instead, this time, nobody ever says that kind of thing to him. Like, nobody's ever like, oh, man, he makes some weird inventions. There's never anybody in the entire film that says that. Nobody ever says a word about, like, oh, wow, he makes really weird things. Nobody ever, ever, ever mentions it. It's all just shown. They all, like, react to it. They look at it and they go, oh, you're putting live current through sausages? And goes, yeah, that's how you cook things. And he's just got this (laughs) weird look on his face. And she's like... All right, I guess. Like the the uh, the other adult, right? Like the yeah. the vet is kind of like, oh, okay, and she just kind of takes it and just laughs at it and finds him as like, like uh, wacky weird right. guy. It's yeah, so they, like they just... sit down for dinner though with the electrocuted sausage. Yeah. And, and they're, they're all, like, mangled and shit. Yeah, yeah it's, they're fucking awful. It's great. Yeah, the sausages <laughs> are mangled. Like, they do a good job of following through on the yeah. joke, though, right? Like, yeah. you know, it's not a one-off bit where they're cooking the sausages that way, and then they have a normal dinner. It's done right, as, dumb. like... Yeah, yeah, but like, most of the films would have done that. Most of the movies we watch would have done that. They would have been that stupid. Absolutely. And this movie doesn't do that. I just want to make sure that people realize that yep. this movie was serviceable like it it did things it made sense like they're kind of laughing at how bad the sausage is like she's kind of making poking fun at him like wow you do a lot of interesting stuff around your house huh like these sausages are uh 
they're interesting and, and he's kind of yeah. like yeah sorry oh, that didn't work and then like there's little things that she notices around the house she's like oh are those plants on turntables and he's like yeah like they're turning so that they get all the sun like on every side of them like there's lots of little inventions like that they show all over the house and explain to show that he's inventor guy mm-hmm. rather than her just being like wow it seems like you have a lot of inventions they actually show them and talk about them and do things with them and they even have like a scene right after that where this would be perfect nerdy dad territory where he pulls out a bunch of glasses for them that all actually have notes on them. Like, they've got, See, like, the notes written on them so that you can make um, notes It was to make of, music like, the, off of the wine yeah. glasses. But I thought she was just going to be a wino. Because she's like, hey, now that yes. all this weird shit is happening, we made this awful dinner, do you think your dad has wine glasses? Because, God yeah, damn it, I that. need a yeah. drink real bad right now. <laughs> oh, and my daughter's <laughs> a little shit, by the way. <laughs> Oh my god, that kid. I couldn't imagine having that as a child. She's amazing. So, but yeah, so they yeah, pull there's, out there's all like these note glasses and things. Goofy note there's glasses. Little... There's like a little nice little music scene where they're making awful music with these notes. and It's great. Yeah. It's fine. It's, it's, it's little, charming. It's a... Boyks, inside yeah. of one of these films that we watched, we have a good, fun, little yeah. character moment. That builds up the world and the characters and lets them interact and breathe and actually I, do character things. See, like, the problem is I don't know how to react because so I have never been in this situation. <laughs> it's so... I know, I'm like, this movie has, like, a character moment. It has a, like, brief little moment of, like, a family having fun, doing a fun thing that would actually be interesting and kind of cool and just enjoying each other's company and stuff. It... It's a well, good family film scene. It works. There, there was also the weird basketball phone and some other stuff yes. that he made, which yeah, sort of comes back because, because to... like Sherlock Bones still wants to call nine one one. He still wants to call the mm-hmm. cops, so he tries to call the cops, but all the phones in this fucking house are a goddamn mess because the inventor just breaks them all and turns them into basketballs and other things. Yeah, again, set up which and is pay great. off, right? Yeah. So, so he keeps trying to call. He can't call. Uh, he gets through once, but then, like, it, it has to hang up right away because the kid walks in or something. And the cops show up again. They're like, hey, stop fucking calling 911. You kid, you're wasting our time and resources. Fair, mm. by the way. So yes. they're setting up, you can't call the cops. They aren't going to help yeah. you. So at this point, Sherlock Bones is like, well, I'm going to go do this on my own. And the kid's like, let me help you. <laughs> These cops especially can't help them because these cops are perpetually in ambulances. <laughs> They're not even making a joke. That's yeah. not even a joke. No. There are literally like five or six scenes of these cops getting loaded into a stretcher yeah. onto an ambulance. There are two cops in this town, and they are constantly in ambulances. It's great. It's a really good gag. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah. he, he ends up just following Sherlock Bones. Sherlock Bones mm-hmm. is like, I know where Mike is because I can smell him out. And he is in this museum. So the two of them go to the museum. Yeah. And the little girl, who's a piece of shit person apparently, is is the tour guide for this museum. So good. For some reason. And she's standing there uh, just giving like a speech about the museum the kid's sort of, like, fucking around with, like, a cardboard sign near there and ruining the speech. But she's like, yeah, uh, this museum was opened in this year and some stuff you don't care about. And, oh, if you want to buy some tacky shit, it's that way. 
And she literally says that. It's so good. She goes, oh yeah, and I know that all of you will want to buy that kitschy garbage and you can find it in our gift shop, which is this direction. And she like points to their deadpan. Oh, she's so sassy. Like when she's doing this sassy like deadpan, she's so good. And so she just kind of mocks all all of the tourists and then (laughs) sends them to the gift shop. And then she's like, what the hell are you doing here with this stupid dog? And she starts kind of like berating the kid again. And he's like, well. Because there's no dogs allowed. Yeah, so he explains that, oh, well, I need to go upstairs because Mike is stuck there and this is actually a police dog and all these kinds of things. And she doesn't believe him, but she's like, you know what? I want to see how this goes. Because so <laughs> she, this... she doesn't believe him, but she just wants to see him, like, fail miserably. This is she all just wants just to watch the world amusement. burn. Yeah. She just wants to watch the world burn. I love she, this girl. She does not want to help. She just wants oh. to fucking set this kid up for failure. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, 100%. She is not there <laughs> to watch him succeed. She is there no. to watch him fail. Like, she is... And she sets it up that way, too. Like, it's really well done. It's so good. So she... <laughs> She's like, all right, well, here, I'll get you into the top floor. And she, like, runs in. She's like, hey, 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 everybody, all right, follow me, follow me, follow me. And she's, like, tries and gets all the tourists in with her. And then she gives the kid a disguise to wear glasses and have, like, an umbrella that they've painted up to be, like, a blind person's walking stick. Yeah. And, like, make this kid blind for some reason. I think that she was doing it just for, like... Just I, to I, see if she could make the kid do it. I think it was just for laughs for her own sake, but it was also yeah. like so they had an excuse to get the dog in the building, I guess. Yes. Yeah, I think that the I think that honestly, the the my headcanon reason for it is that she's just a little shit and wanted to see well, she could she's like, well, Hey, one, I bet I can make this idiot pretend he's blind. One <laughs> other constant in this movie is that kids are assholes. Oh so yeah. that oh, man. that rings true. This is the most Honestly, though, like, these kids are the most kid-like kids I've seen in a film in a long time. Like, they act like kids do. Yeah. They do, they do a good job of that, where, like, all the kids... Because, like, this kid is pretending to be blind at the back, and these two other kids go up to him and start, like, making faces at him and shit. And like, their parents their like, hand whoa, in front whoa, of his face. Hey, yeah. yeah, and they're like, don't do that kind of thing. And they're like, what, you can't see us? And it's like, yeah, that's children. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There's an eight-year-old. They nailed it. Yep. And it's like, yup. But he goes upstairs, and mm. they start searching around, and they find the cop hidden in, like, a back room kind of yep. thing. But then they kind well, of sort of need to rush out of there because the muscle bef- guy is coming in. Which, Before they by rush the way, out, though, it is important mm. to note, we're talking about the kids being jerks. There's yes. also a scene as he's sneaking up to the door where the detective is, um... He's sort of like sliding across the floor with the dog pulling him. Those two. Well, it's bratty... not. That, that's later on. No, Isn't that's that after the same this. scene. No, no. It's, it's okay. when he's escaping. It's when he's escaping. I was gonna get to that. That's okay, a okay. very important scene. I'm not skipping okay. that part. That, okay. That's the best scene in this movie. So they find the they find the detective. They and they see Muscle Guy uh, coming towards them, and Sherlock Bones goes. Oh no, it's the man with no neck. (laughs) And he's lent, so they run off. And so he's dragging the kid across the floor, and they're having like a wacky hijinks thing where everybody sees them because they're crashing into things. And then the kids go, the two kids go, that's not a real blind kid, is it? And she kind of like shrugs, and they're like, well, "Well, that's not a real seeing eye dog. And she goes, he doesn't know that. (laughs) He doesn't know yet. (laughs) That's so good. What? 
so perfectly in her character. Like, it's like, okay, that's actually a really good cover story. She's just a little shithead that, like, swapped out this kid's seeing yeah. eye dog. Because I could totally believe she'd do that. She is that kid. And it's so good. It's just like, she doesn't know that. It's amazing. And like, that was a legitimately funny joke. Oh, it was, I, I was it. cry laughing at that. Like, it was so well set up. I was very legitimately, like, mm-hmm. I was I was absolutely bellowing with laughter. Like, it was a great moment. Oh, miss? That's not a real CNI dog. He doesn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, the, he falls down, and the kids come over to him again, and, like, are trying to, like, get him to break to see if he's actually blind, so they're doing, like, yeah. stupid faces in his face again, and it's just, oh, it's so wacky. So they run away, and they, they get out, and he's managed to get uh, the cop's badge. Yeah, because the, cop, the FBI like, badge swat, or whatever, like, manages yeah. to, like, get his badge out of his shirt, like, somehow while he's tied up, and then kick it out the door so that the kid can go to the cops and show, hey, no, look, there is actually a cop stuck in the back. But as he's proof. escaping... Yeah. Yeah, but as he's escaping, he ends up, like getting knocked over and dropping it into the water in the ocean. So now this badge is gone. So they, again, kind of have set up payoff. He runs down to the cops and he's like, no, 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 there's actually a guy that's trapped in the museum here and he's in the back room. And they're like, well, why should we believe you? And he goes, well, I've got his badge. Well, I did. And it's, um, hmm. And then all, for some reason, though, this is the weird part, was the cop's like, yeah, okay, kid, I don't give a shit. And... All the this, people this was like, also after he had a ton of food spilled on him. The cop yeah, was, I was not gonna say, in the I actually mood. guess I'm, I'm jumping ahead, because they yeah. always have these cops getting hurt. And we have another scene of that. This is the dad's part-time job. He's a food server. A fucking that is the terrible mo- one. The most inept food server oh of all God. time. He has a, one of the big plates that they use, like the service plates, where you can put a bunch of other plates on it. And he has, like, two salt and pepper shakers and, like, a bottle of ketchup on it. And he's, like, juggling it like it's got, like, 30 things on it. It's actually well set up as a pretty good joke that he's just super inept. And the store owner is, like, following him, like, trying to make him, like, not fuck it up. Because the yeah. store owner is so tired of his shit. And he dumps it all over the cop in, like, a little wacky hijinks thing. And they, then the kid runs to the cop and is trying to get him to come along. And all the other pa- patrons of the restaurant go, well, actually, like, the vet the vet lady is there. And she goes, well, I mean, drug smugglers have often been seen in this area. And I'm like, oh, why does she know? Yeah, but, why does she know that? Well, she <laughs> says, like, smugglers, smugglers have been using this bay for 100 years. Wow, yeah. that's great knowledge. Thanks, Karen. Fucking, <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> and she goes, well, maybe we should check it out anyways. So they kind of force the cop to go over there. And they go there, and they open up the back room, and they go, See? There's nobody kidnapped in here. It's just an empty chair that's got a bunch of used duct tape on it, and, like, yeah. a, bunch of, and a bunch of fresh pizza boxes. <laughs> Obviously, nothing yeah. happened in this room. Nobody was in this chair full of duct tape, you fucking kid. <laughs> Jesus. Like... They literally show that, though, right? Like, that's not just me making it up. They open up the door, and there's, like, this obvious, like, there's an obvious room where this guy has been tied up. Like, and it's obvious that somebody's been captive in the room. And they're like, well, see, look, it's empty. There's no one in it right now. Guess that we're done detectivizing. And they just yell at the kid. Given these two cops, this is totally within character, though. 
Oh yeah, like, no, hundred percent. Oh, it's so good. It's yeah. great. Like it's such a that was unintentional but hilarious. That part I, and, I can't give the filmmakers so, credit for. It. So that at this was point, at this point, the dad has lost all <sighs> trust in his kid because mm-hmm. he's just been causing a lot of havoc with these cops, calling the cops constantly, and just sort of making up stories. So he sits the kid down outside the museum. He's like, "Hey, there is a difference between playing and reality, kid." You need to learn that. Yeah. But he's wrong. The whole point between, of the movie yeah. is he's wrong. There's a difference between play and t- reality. Now let's go play with my floating turd. Right? <laughs> so we oh didn't actually God. talk about that. The yeah, other the turd. subplot the is turd. that the turd is... So it's actually the turt, not turd, although it's very hard to... With a T, it's, not a yeah. D. Yeah. It's very hard to get the difference. I'm not sure if this is intentional or not. It, it's but it's essentially just a robotic turtle that he yes. quote unquote made to help people learn how to swim. Yeah, sure. and that he wants to sell to a toy manufacturer, and that's his big plan. So that then he gets enough money and can have his kid back, so that he can like yep. have more visitation rights or whatever, so he can show that he's a good dad. Um, which is a fine little subplot. It's just. <laughs> Why is it a turd? <laughs> it's so, uh, it's so on the nose, and it's like short for something. It's like uh, terrible it's underwater rescue turtle or something. something I don't know, yeah. something like that. Like it's got some kind of name for it, which is why it's shortened that it's way. It's just but, so yeah. they can make a turd joke, but I'm okay with it. I don't know honest. if they were doing it though. I'm not sure if that was intentional or not. Well, they literally. It, so the sassy girl literally says a turd after he says turd. Oh, okay. I actually they, it's that. very okay. intentionally okay. that it's turd. <laughs> that it's turd. Okay. But the point oh, being, man. he has a robotic turtle that will come up later because they actually set up the film properly. Yeah, it, the, it has so, set up and payoff. All of so these, Sherlock, all of these subplots come together. So we found out the cops are never going to help this family. So Sherlock Bones comes back uh, to the kid, and they decide they need some additional help. So the kid's like, hey, that girl who's kind of a sassy jerk and is very mean to me can definitely help us out. You just have to talk to her so that she believes you because she thinks I'm making this up, that you can talk. Mm -hmm. So they eventually, uh, I guess he eventually just talks you know Sherlock well, Bones. This is at the poolside right? thing. This is yeah. You're you're skipping another one of the really good comedic scenes. There's a pool? which is an intentional comedic scene. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. Where the kid is trying to, he's talking to the dog and like we should just call the cops again or something and trying to like figure a way out. Yeah. And the the dog goes like, and he's like, well, I'm not allowed to leave anymore. Like I'm getting in too much trouble. And the dog's like, no, come with me. So it grabs the kid by his shoes. Oh shit! And starts yeah. Pulling him. And he grabs onto a pole, and they're at the pool, and this is where it was set up that he can't swim as it's well. It's, like, straight horizontal, and, too. And he's yeah, pulling, and the, he's yeah. pulling the kid straight horizontal, so this kid is, like, straight sideways. And the girl comes out of the house and sees this scene and just walks over, totally deadpan, and goes, What are you doing? Like, yeah. she's so well done. Like, she's just like, What are you doing now? Why, Why are you, you have a stupid this? dog here? And she's just like, she does it so good. Like, she has no reaction to this at all, and it's really hilarious. And he's yeah. like, no, it's my talking dog. You need to talk to her. And she's like, okay, sure. Whatever, and kid. Yeah. yeah, so they have this little scene where the dog starts talking to her, and she doesn't believe it at first. She says it's ventriloquism, and she hits the other kid for a minute. She, like, and smacks him on the head. Just, she smacks him pretty good. Hard, yeah, she gives too. him a good clock. Jesus. Yeah, she does, a, she does a pretty good clock on his head. But then the dog keeps talking. That You can actually see 
Uh, yeah, this scene so is where I actually notice that there is p- actual Ugh. peanut butter in his mouth. It's pretty great. So yeah, there's there's peanut butter in his mouth during this, and you can see it. And he's doing like this song. He starts singing the Star Spangled Banner, which is really I, yeah, but he fucks it <laughs> I was up. Gonna say, well, that, was, that was the weird part. Is I was like, wait, this is a UK show with a like Scottish dog. Why is he singing the Star Spangled Banner? And yeah. then he starts like making up lyrics to it, and he goes, I don't know, some shit like that, I guess. And I'm like, okay, that's a good joke. Never mind. Like the dog's drunk. <laughs> He's like, I don't fucking know, I don't know this shit. Whatever. It's some stupid American (laughs) song. And it's great. It's so good. Like, there's so many little things like that. That this film, you go like, that's really dumb. Why would they have them do that? And then the show itself goes, that's really dumb. Why would they do that? And, like, kind of pokes fun at it. (laughs) And does a little thing. So, like, it's a good little jab. It's good setup and payoff. It's kind of funny. So, the, the golf cart, I guess... Was was it damaged when it rolled down that hill? It must have been. Yeah, so it's got the, like a bunch of damage. It's to it's it like returned from yeah. yeah, it's returned from wherever it was being repaired with like wooden planks on the side of it and stuff, like very cheaply and shittily fixed. Yes. And the guy's like, "Hey, uh, where's your dad, kid? I brought the golf cart back. It's been fixed." And the dog's like, "Oh, uh, I'll sign it. I'm that kid." <laughs> What are you doing? Shut up. I need this golf cart. <laughs> I'm about to do a crime. Yeah. It's so good. So so the kid signs it. They get the golf cart. And the Don't be a like, snitch, the kid. The dog jumps into the driver. <laughs> and then the dog jumps into the driver's seat. Like, get in, kid. We're driving. Yeah, and the little girl, like, she goes along with this so well the whole time. Like, she immediately, like... She's like, don't snitch. She's like, like shit, she's we're doing right crime. Involved. I'm in. She is so ready yeah. for crime. It's great. Like, this little girl just wants this crime so bad. And he's like, I'll drive. And she's like, well, you can't reach the pedals. And he's like, you'll do the pedals for me. And she goes, oh, hell yeah, I will. And this guy, oh, hell boy, yeah, like, oh, my God, please, no. And she's like, no, but, this is great. I'm ready to do a crime. Yeah. Like, she's so And in. then Billy's like, but dogs oh. can't drive. Billy, there is no law against dogs. Yes, she actually Idiots. says it. She actually says it. <laughs> She's so good. I forgot that she actually has that line. Fucking idiot. Get in. What? That's also cute as shit. I'm driving. I'm fucking driving. Billy, there's no law against dogs. (laughs) You fucking moron. You you, buffoon. You total You ignoramus. Well, and then (laughs) I... Is this where she actually drops the hard R? She does. This drop. is where she drops the R, and I hate yeah. it. And we can go on now. Let's move on. <laughs> like, why did they ruin her? They ruined her in such horrible ways. Because she's ninety-five percent the best character yeah. I've seen in almost any film. Like, I like she's hilarious. But then they her make her do a couple of slurs for no reason, and it's super yeah. uncomfortable. Uh, but this is also the scene where they're driving by. Mm-hmm. The cop is reintroduced again, because this cop's in, like, every other scene. And he's standing on the side of the road uh, where all these golf carts have been parked in a spot where it says no parking. He's like, oh, tow them all to the guy in, like, a tow truck. Yeah. So he he hooks them all up to his tow truck, and uh, I think, like, another dog or something runs in from the the lady with the earbuds. Yes, it's the lady with the earbuds, has her little Pomeranian, which is a very, very cute dog. And the other cop is there with her, like, he gives her a present of a dog leash, and the dog runs around them and gets them all tangled up in the leash, and then runs onto the golf carts, 
And the guy is distracted by the dogs. He's trying to get the dogs out of the golf carts, and he steps where he shouldn't. Yeah. So then the do- golf carts start moving, and they run over his foot again because they constantly have this cop going into ambulances well, for getting food spilled they, on him. This is where they run like, over his foot with, like, ten golf carts. Yes. So. This is where they escalate it a lot. They've had a bunch of little scenes here and there uh, where, like, they have him randomly getting his yeah. foot run over by people. But then it happens again here, like, ten different times. Yeah. And they, so yeah. The, the cop yells, like, really loudly because he's been run over by ten golf carts in a row. He's screaming. Because of this dog. And and as he's screaming, the dad's on the beach playing with his turt. And, because he's setting up because the, some company, some toy company guy executives coming out to go look at his toy. And see if it's something that he wants to market and sell. To look at his floating so turd. So he's sitting there, yeah, his floating turd. So he's toying with the turt on the beach. Uh, he hears the scream, he runs over to see what's happening and leaves the turtle there on, and it, it moves itself off of the beach into the water and gets, you know, floated away by the current. Yeah. Uh, which is bad, because then when the dad comes back, the inventor's like, hey, I'm here to see your turd, and it's gone. Yeah. So that whole thing is like, oh shit, now I'm going to be a bad dad because I can't make any money. Yeah, so we have the low point uh, thing. At the same yeah. time, one of the villains figures out a really smart little scheme where they show that he's at a dog engraving thing, like where they engrave, um, like just an engravers, where they engrave like dog tags. Yeah. And they actually have that. And he gets an uh, engraved dog tag that says like his boat's name on it and like has like a dog name and all this kind of stuff. And then he goes and uh, makes a makeshift like noose like they do for dog catchers. And while the kids are yeah. trying to, uh, like, snoop on the boat, he catches the dog and then quickly throws the collar on it. So when the cops show up and they're like, no, they're stealing our dog. He goes, no, look, it's got my tag on it. Like, this is my dog. I'm really sorry that it's got off leash. I'm glad that we found him. Totally. I really like the... Totally good plan. Yeah, it's a great plan. To be honest. Yeah, and uh, the cops because are like, oh. as the dad points out, like, how do you know whose dog this is? We literally just found a dog in the street. It has his tag. It has to be his dog. Yep. And, like, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. That's how that works. works. That's logic. Yeah. There's fucking logic in this it's movie. It's really well Can't. set up and done. There is yeah. fucking logic in this movie. <laughs> I know. It's great. The, the dad's like, hey, this has to be that man's dog. It's literally a collar with his name on it. You don't have any proof otherwise, kid. And then the girl's like, hey, wait, didn't we have proof? Yeah, uh, we had that that badge. Where is it? And she's like, oh, uh, it fell I, into the I ocean. dropped it. Hold a minute, yeah. Oh, I'll go get it. Which is just kind of <laughs> Deus Ex Machina in here a little bit. Oh, okay. But, like, they did kind of have this thing where they had snuck on a boat and things and she was wearing a wetsuit, so I guess that they set, kind of set up that she swims and knew where it was. She goes yeah, and finds the badge in the water. She picks up the badge. Runs back and she's like, see, look, they, he wasn't lying. There's the cop's yeah. badge. And then, and the dad's like, ah, oh, shit. Now what? Yeah, so he joins them <laughs> now on it's all true. wacky Fuck. hijinks now. So he, they're out, like, with binoculars looking out and, like, spying on Muscle Guy. Who, Muscle Guy, in every scene now, from here on out, every single he's time. Always he's always lifting he's weights. He's always lifting weights. He is literally never not lifting weights for the rest of this movie. It's great. Like, Why? they have chase scenes, and he's lifting weights. Like, it's great. It's yeah. so good. So he, they're watching the guy oh lifting weights God. on this boat, and he's like, okay, well, that's the boat that they're on kind of thing. And then he picks up a phone, and he starts talking to somebody kind of thing, like, talking. And so they pass the binoculars down to the shop owner, where they're on, like, the top of the shop. And he's, like, telling yeah. them what they're doing. And we're like, what is Same? happening here? And then How? she... But, like, again, 
I, I just want to use that as a setup for why this movie is actually good in a way because that you're kind of looking at it like what this is silly like why why does this random dude suddenly start being involved in this but the two guys that are there like the dad and the son also do the same thing because the girl passes them down to him and she goes oh well like this is Gert we know that he can read lips and they're like Oh, okay. Like, because she's kind of like the oh, island. Okay. Yeah, like she's well, but like it sets it's set up that she's, she's like, like a regular she's on the, the island. The local who knows what's happening. Yeah, and it's kind of done Fair. just like in this way where they're kind of like looking at her, like, why are we listening to this guy? And she goes, Oh, well, like everybody knows this guy. Like, it's it's kind of done yeah. as like a, a wacky thing where, like, yeah, we know this is wacky and weird, but I mean, hey, I, I know all the locals. This is the local guy. <laughs> So it's he's my guy. He's my he's my guy that helps me yeah. with flips. It's so, so weird, but it's it's fine. Now that the dad's on board and they have proof and they know what they're doing, he goes to the cop. Yeah. In this case, uh, what's his? I guess curly hair cop. Yeah. There's a the second, second cop, cop of, the, of the, the whole town. He's constantly there's injured. There's Paul too, Blart but... and curly hair cop. Yes. So he goes to the curly hair cop who has become very dizzy because of the Pomeranian dog from. Uh, I guess your pod lady. Yeah, that whole scene it, about like the like, golf carts kind of happens simultaneous to this. Yeah, and so when he gets spun so around, they, he gets injured. Because the dog, the Pomeranian, uh, ran in a circle around them mm-hmm. with the leash that was on it, and then uh, somehow the leash gets attached to the golf carts, which then yeah, because she runs into the golf carts, them in a circle. Yeah, and it it's spins them like weird. a top. Yeah, 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 it's wacky. It's wacky kids film stuff. Like yeah. the dog runs into the but, golf carts, and then it get the leash gets tangled up in the golf carts, yeah. and then when the golf carts move, it spins them around like a top, and so he gets all dizzy, and he like hits his head on a bench, and he's unconscious. The whole point is the. The cops still can't help. And they load him into an ambulance the cops are again. Inept. They load him into an ambulance again for like, this is like the fifth time in this film they've loaded yeah. a cop into an ambulance. It's so good. They put him on a stretcher So the dad's an like, don't worry, I got this. Yeah. They see the, the no-neck buff guy on the, the dock. He walks up and he's like, hey, I told the cops about you and they're going to come get you and you're uh-huh. going to be in a bad place, mister. And then the guy just fucking punches him and keeps... Because of course he does. He's a coke dealer. What's he gonna do? It was so good. He's like, well, like, I've got oh, yeah, you. I know sense. this whole thing. And he's like, okay, interesting. Boom. Hits <laughs> <laughs> him in the teeth. Yeah, whatever, man. And so then they come up with a plan to use the turtle. And we don't. they don't explain it, but they show it. And so... The girl sneaks on board the boat and ties off this rope onto the boat, and they have the rope yep. attached to the turtle. The little boy goes on a different boat that's like a tour boat, and then the dad goes and does a crime. <laughs> so, yeah, he fucking uh, steals a boat. He steals a like parasailing, parasailing boat. boat. So he goes he goes to this boat, and he, he sees this parasailing boat, and he runs to it, and then he runs away from it. He, and he, grabs... he also picks up vet. Vet woman. Yes, that's what I'm saying. He runs back and he grabs way, vet woman. Yeah. And he goes, wait a minute. Like, I didn't know how to drive this thing, so I need you. He's like, come drive this yeah. boat for him. Do you know how to drive a boat? She's like, yeah, I guess. So he drags her over there. And then he throws her in this boat. And she looks around. And she doesn't ask anything about why it's they're stealing a boat or anything. Yeah, she has like, no oh, shit, idea what's going on. She's, he's just like, can you drive <laughs> this? And she goes, yeah, I can. And she's so excited for it. She is so wet <laughs> to do this crime. It's incredible. She is so instantly in. She is so excited. She is absolutely on board for this. She's like, 
oh, baby, can I do crime? You bet. And she just starts hijacking the <laughs> dope for him, and it's great. There's no explanation at all. It's amazing. <sighs> and so they steal this parasailing boat, and he hooks himself into the parasail for no reason. In the back, for, like, literally no this reason. This is one of the things that isn't really set up or paid off at all well. It's just wacky hijinks oh. for the sake of being wacky hijinks, which I guess is fine. Uh, but they, he hooks so, himself into the parasail, and they're, like, flying around the boat, and he's, like, kicking people in the head by accident. Yeah. Like, all the criminals so, over and over. <laughs> eventually. Yeah. Um, but uh, until that point... Because he just steals the boat and drives off, and we as an audience are like, what the fuck Yeah, why is just he happened? doing this? It makes no fucking There's sense. There's no reason. No, th- this is not a part of the plan. It's just a thing that he wanted to do. No. I, like, so, I hypothesize that the reason oh that they had God. this happen is that Dad was like, okay, I have a plausible excuse to now commit a crime that I've always <laughs> wanted to do. <laughs> like, that's what it is. That's the setup for this. Like, I can say that I was doing it because I wanted to catch coke smugglers, and I can just steal a boat. <laughs> That's all it is. <sighs> but, so, the the girl uh, sneaks aboard, like, a little rowboat thing that's being tugged by the turt. Yeah. Uh, over to the boat that has the, the drug dealers, the detective, and the dog now Yeah, on so she it. sneaks on and ties And the at the same off. time, the, the boy gets on a uh, glass-bottom boat, yeah. And starts driving the turt, which has a rope around it, to uh, the anchor point that the glass bottom boat is now being able to see on the bottom of the boat. Yeah, so he's so like he, this anchor. He ties the rope. He ties the rope around the anchor. At the same time, the girl sneaks aboard the boat, gets the dog and the detective, and ties the other end of the rope to the boat. So the boat has been anchored at some point in the ocean somewhere. Yeah, which is smart. Right. Like, yeah, they've basically, okay. like, they've made, made an anchor on this boat that the villains aren't aware of. And so that's yep. kind of a smart little thing. So then that that's a way for so them to escape. The the dog picks up the towel from No Neck Buff Man, throws it off the boat, says, fuck your towel, <laughs> <laughs> to, to distract him. Yes. He goes down to try and, like, get the towel out of the bay, and the kid and the detective and the dog all jump back into the rowboat and start trying to row away because they've done their crime. They they saved the day. Yeah. But they forgot at this point, and they didn't forget because this is actually part of their plan, but the, the captain and all the other people were like, oh, we'll just drive them over with our boat. Our boat's huge. They're in like a little shitty rowboat. Yeah. Duh. And this is where the anchor comes in because then, of course, the anchor yep. snaps. Like, and this is all while they're being fight. parasail kicked by the dad. Yeah, the dad keeps on like flying around boat. with the parasail kicking all the people on the boat, which is great. It's so dumb. It's, so, it's really <laughs> stupid, but like, it's wacky kids film. It's fine. It's fine. It works. It's dumb. It's really silly. But like, they, they deserved it. They deserved a yeah. moment of just wacky hijinks. Uh, so the, the boat goes after the rowboat. It does, like, capsize their rowboat. They all fall into the water. But then the anchor point gets reached, and the boat is still going at max speed. So what happens is it ends up going in a circular motion around where the anchor is at a very fast speed to the point where all the villains uh, get pulled to the back of the boat and are holding on for dear life to not fall into the water. And then it cuts to a scene a little bit further away where you can see the boat and there are just three fucking mannequins. There's three dummies. the end of the boat. Yeah, there are three dummies, both metaphorically and literally, hanging off the edge of this boat. Like, at I, horizontal plane. It's so plane. obvious. It's so good. Like, they... 
Oh god, it looks so fucking bad. It's bad. And it's a budget the, the film. The worst part is they, it's a budget they noticed it looked bad. They did that scene. They're like, oh, we're not going to reshoot that. No. And then yeah. the worst part is they shot a second scene with the same mannequin. <laughs> they keep on showing it. Slightly yeah. further away. They're like, ah, fuck it. Let's just do it again. Yeah, they keep showing that scene over and over of them like going <laughs> and, endlessly in this yeah. circle with the mannequins hanging on the side. In that circle. So they have to tie up all the loose ends. So the dad invention did eventually get found. It got used. The The guy buys it, and that gets tied off. They give one of the cops a really creepy fucking foot massage. They... Yes, because he kept on having his foot, ru- his foot run over. And yep. there's another lady that was kind of in the background all the time, and... It's just like there. Yeah, she's kind of a side like, character. Oh, that's the kid with the rat, I guess. But yeah, like yeah. The, there's little bits and pieces of her. She's not really important, but they just kind of bring yeah. her back to be the guy, the one that you know is rubbing the cops. Uh, I guess there's the payoff with the dad can't swim, so the girl has like the the vet mom has to save him. Yeah, the vet mom has to save to, him. Like, and, she go, and the somebody goes and looks at them, and yeah. they, shoot, they there's actually a nice little scene there of like setting it up where. The, oh, because the, the boat was out of gas. Yeah, yeah, the boat was out of gas. Uh, they had a setup because, like, the guy goes back to find his boat missing, and he's holding a gas can, and the boat runs out of gas, and so he falls into the ocean because he's parasailing, right? So he it loses steam, yeah. and he falls out. And they're like, wait, can he swim? And so that was set up because the, the son can't swim. It's because the dad can't swim. And so the mom has to go and rescue him. And somebody on the beach says, like, oh, is that your, your mom and dad? And she goes... Not yet, the little girl, which is actually, <laughs> like, that's kind of That's actually kind of cute. Like, it was kind of nicely set like, up, and she does it in the sassy the, way that she does, right? There was at least, like, some sort of reason for them to eventually get together instead of just, well, dad and mom, haha. <laughs> yeah, it kind of, well, it kind of, it doesn't do a great job of no, focusing on the romance between those it's, two. It's an attempt, and it, and it doesn't overbear the movie. That's the thing. As I was going to say, I actually prefer yeah. it this way than them having, like, a big side plot about that and doing, like, yep. a date scene and all that kind of stuff, because honestly, that is so much worse, especially in a kid's film. Kids don't give a shit yep. about that. Like, it was fine that they just had, like, the parents do a couple of little things here and there where, like, they're kind of laughing together having dinner about, like, the electric sausages and, like... They have, like, a couple yeah. of scenes of them, like, doing a crime where they're super excited to do like, this crime. What like, what I'm getting from yeah. this movie is that you need to hook a bunch of sausages up to a DC voltage car battery. Uh, you need to almost drown and then also steal a boat and then pure love, like, true love, true love. will just blossom. Yeah, it blossoms through yeah. uh, cooking sausages on DC current and crime. <laughs> yeah. Yep, I mean, that makes sense. It's 100% the way you do it. But yeah, and so that, that's that, kind that's of That's how you get a new Batman villain, too, they by have, the way. They have a brief <laughs> scene, too, where the dog talks to everybody to kind of be like... Yeah, and he says goodbye. Yeah, he's and, like, are you not going to say goodbye to me? And then they're all like, oh my god, he does actually talk. The kid... My kid's not a little shit liar. And so, yeah. <laughs> For once. <laughs> oh my god, he's actually... He, he wasn't lying to me this whole yeah. time. Yeah, they have that scene. And then it's and the end of the film. They just kind of, yeah, they wrap up the film, the credits play, there's typos in the credits, and the entire movie, like, ending scene while the credits roll is that boat 
still going in a fucking circle to this day. With those three dummies attached With the fucking to it. dummies. With the dummies. Still attached to it. Oh, they're so bad. They're very obvious dummies. It's pretty amazing. Uh, that part, I mean, but I gotta give them a little yeah. bit of a pass for it being super budget. Like, this is a UK direct-to-DVD yeah. kind of film. Like, I mean, not direct-to-DVD even. It's 1994. I mean... It's VHS, Yeah, it's sure. a VHS film. Yeah, like, 94. there's no DVD at the time. So... I guess we have to rate the dog. This dog was played by Huey, because that's introduced at the exact beginning of the movie credits. Yes. They actually said the dog's name and what he was playing. So, what are we rating Huey, a.k.a. Sherlock Bones? That's the question. Sherlock Bones is a cop, but he ain't no snitch, and he does a lot of crime, and he has a badass eye patch, and I love this dog. Yeah. He, the peanut butter in his mouth scenes, like, he's just such a good boy through this whole movie. I wish that there was more of him. If there's a complaint that I have, is that this movie is a lot less about the dog, and it's... I'm this, has, this has the earbud five problem. Yeah, I'm sure that there's there's, there's too much other shit. There's too much other shit. Although but, the other shit is actually good, unlike Airbud five. I know. Yeah, it's basically yeah. if Airbud five was entirely about the bank heist, that was really funny. That like all of the like really the actual hu- good part of the movie. Yeah, the good yeah. part of the movie. If it was about that the whole time, rather than weird montages, which Airbud five was entirely yeah. weird montages and op- Oh, God awful. That that was a, a thing to endure, not to enjoy. I actually enjoyed this one. This one, it's, yeah. I mean, the dog is really cute and awesome. I think that a lot of people complain about the movie simply because the, if you look at the, we'll have the cover of this movie as like the podcast cover and it's very much the like the dog a with uh, yeah. a full Sherlock Holmes outfit and everything. And he ain't no Sherlock. There's absolutely none of that in this film. Like, mm-hmm. he does no detectiving. It's none of that. It's little, little bits and pieces of dog in between a lot of family hijinks rather than dog hijinks. So it's not... Yeah, it's a little bit of bait and switch on that side. Yep. So what was your rating, though? I, I, I I'm going to put him above... It's below Greta. This ain't no Greta. But <laughs> uh, he would be a good... So it's not 666 this out is, of 10. This is not a 666 okay. out of 10. I'm going to give it a 656 out of 10. The true number of the beast. Okay. I'm, g- I'm going to give it a 221B Baker Street out of 10. Well done. <laughs> a Barker Street. <laughs> <laughs> and would you like to rate this film? Uh, Actually, yes. But I shouldn't. I know we're not allowed to. I want to. I yeah. want to rate it, but we're not allowed to. No. I, I would. I would not rate this film, but I would recommend it. Yes. There we go. If that. If that's fair. If yeah. you have kids and you want them to see a girl drop the hard R a couple times for no reason and actual drugs yeah, and that's a drug the only smugglers, problem. real talk, and a dog yeah. and a dog to scream, oh shite. But besides that, to be actually kind of decent film, then this is fine. Yeah. <laughs> All right, some... that is... And that's Rough I Cuts. I think that's our episode. Thanks, everybody, for... Yeah, um, thank you, everybody. Yeah, and thanks, everybody, who tweets out about this. I know that there's a couple of people that uh, have actually recommended films for us to watch, and we're trying to get a hold of some of them. Uh, people have recommended some really obscure films, as it turns out. Bad dog movies are not easy to come across, even on the age of the internet. So we're trying. But we appreciate all the people that are, like, really hardcore fans, which... Surprisingly enough, we have. I, I'm really happy about that. Yeah. But, like, we don't have any advertising for this, so word of mouth is all that we get. And if you're talking about us on Twitter or Facebook or, you know, 
in real life, God help you, uh, <laughs> to some other people. <laughs> like, I don't know how you're, like, you're coming up in uh, a party and you just, hey, uh, you ever watch bad dog hey, movies? You ever, <laughs> to, like, just yeah. random strangers. You ever watch a family film about dogs? Because yeah. I have a list. I have a Ooh. list of bad ones that you should not watch. <laughs> <laughs> if, if that's how you're entering your conversations and parties, uh, stop it, but also thank you. So I, I do really appreciate it. It's very nice of you all to shout out this uh, wonderful little podcast that we have. And we've got like 400 downloads now, which is a lot <laughs> between yeah, the seven episodes. Not bad. Uh, it's awesome. So big shout out to all the people that do mention us on Twitter and follow us and everything. It, it means the world to us. I fucking hate it and I love it. <laughs>